New York City. We back. The Big Apple. Dedicated to my city, New York. Official kings in the court. Reach for the ball, a hard lesson gets taught. So bring your skills to the nearest playground. No clown around. Catch a helmet in a minute on a New York playground. The Big Apple's what they call it for short. And basketball is our sport. We play for keeps and never settle for short. So bring your game when you come to my town. We snatch a crowd, you get embarrassed on the court after you're shook to the ground. You get respected when you prove you get down. So save the joke for the clowns. And NYC, we known to go a few rounds. This is the city where you're forced to go hard. You'll get booed out of Dodge and show the door being the weakest on squads. Rucker Park and summer nights, they stay live. Brothers play for the pride and bragging rights on who's the king of NY. So grab the pill and prepare to go hard. Pick your 12-man squad. Orange and blue better believe we go hard. This for my city, for my city. New York, New York City where it's gritty. Yeah, yeah. For my city, never pretty. New York, New York City, sing it with me. Yeah, yeah. For my city, for my city. New York, New York. New York City where it's gritty NYC For my city never pretty Yeah, yeah. New York City singing with me. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and Hoops Radio Knicks Talk Nation Radio Stills the great and hard will What up, what up, what up, hard will What's going on? Talk to the people What's good, y'all? Oh, Love man the show coming We got a great show ahead Yes, sir, yes, had sir Had a good game tonight, too, Oh, dude. yeah, we definitely had a good game We gonna get to that, man We had a good game tonight The Knicks came out victorious you know what I mean? Beat the L.A. Lakers, man. You know what I Word, mean? They, 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 they won two in a row now, you know. We got some special guests coming on, by the way, via um, Knicks Nation, the actual Facebook group, you know what I mean? A couple of my partners in there that I kick with on a regular basis, man, about yeah. the Knicks, man. They supposed to be coming through to hang out with us tonight, you know what I mean? But I know that they sitting in front of their TV screen enjoying this victory right now, but for the most yes. part, man, you know, we going to get to it, Harwell. You know what I mean? Before we start, man, you know how I do it, man. How was your weekend, man? How was your week? The Your weekend, okay. I should say. It was okay. You know, I try to pick my spirits up and get ready for this show. I'm glad we won, man, because, you know, that definitely put us in, in place, you know what I mean, in the good spirits for the show, you know, because we really want to make that playoff run. You know what I mean, Still? Oh, yeah, no, nah, so, without a doubt. Without a doubt, like, man. That puts me in a great mood knowing that we won. And I was excited for the show, ready to be back and talk this Nick talk. You know no I mean? question, no question. Yeah, man. So, you know, tonight, man, they definitely pulled out the victory, man. It was a slow start. R.J. Barrett had a a, 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 a a subpar performance today. He only shot 2 for 11 from the field today. But he did mm-hmm. uh, seal the game winner the other day, man. So, you know, I know that he got a lot on his mind, a lot on his shoulders, man, because the NBA is disrespecting him. And um, not the NBA, but some of these uh, media outlets are disrespecting them. We're going to get to a little bit about RJ a little bit later in the show. Yeah. They definitely, I want to say uh-huh. one thing about uh-huh. that, Stills. Uh-huh. Like, he didn't have no turnovers last game. Nope. And, you know, he played a really good game. Like, even, you know, the last, the other game when he turned the ball over and then he stole the ball back and then he hit a big three. Yes. So, RJ is playing very, very well. And I think, you know, they 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 see so much talent there, then they trying mm-hmm. to rush it. Yeah, but he's bringing it so early on that we should be very happy what we have with him. Still, honestly, That's yeah. I, I mean, I mean, you know, I think that I, I think that um people are are, are embracing him more now. 
You know what I mean? Then before, mm-hmm. I know at, at first, you know, I wasn't a big RJ fan. You know what I mean? I definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wanted John ja Morant, but of course, the cards wasn't in our favor to get um, John ja Morant. So we got the next best thing. You know what I mean? Which is RJ. And he's panning out right now. He's definitely, like I said a couple of shows ago, man, like he's one of the youngest players in NBA history since the 1970s to score over 1,500 points, grab over 500-something rebounds, and um, dish out over 250 assists. You know what I mean? That's nothing to sneeze at. So, you know, we got a lot to be thankful for. You know what I mean? Exactly. For real. Exactly. Yeah, man. disappointed in that. And then another good point about him, uh-huh. He's more of a hard-working player. Like, yes. he goes in the gym, I'm hearing, after the game. Uh-huh. You know, he don't hang out. And, you know, in New York, when you're on the Knicks, that's a big part of being a Knick. You can't get caught up into, you know, the city life, even though with COVID is a little slow. But still, you know, he's he looks very focused. Yeah. I like RJ a lot. Still. No, that's a fact. No, that's a fact, man. I mean, you know, the city isn't for everybody. You know what I mean? Most people can't come here and play under this pressure. And he's exactly. embraced it. You know what I mean? He's embraced it. Yeah. And um, I love the fact that he's embraced it. And I love the fact that he was a Nick fan growing up. You know what I mean? And let me, exactly. before we move on, let me shout out the family in the uh, in the chat right now, man. Shout out to Andre Jalil. That's right, Nick's Nation. You know what I mean? He said, I think yes, that's three y'all. in a row now. Yes, indeed. You know what I mean? Another Facebook user said, let's go, Nick's. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody tuning in in the Facebook world. Shout out to everybody listening live on the radio. But let's get into tonight's game, man. You know what I'm saying? We beat a, a Lakers team that just came fresh off of beating the brakes off of Brooklyn. I'm proud about that. You know what I mean? I'm proud of, uh, yeah, yeah. I said that earlier. <laughs> I'm happy definitely. about that. You know, they and definitely. They were saying, uh, we had a little chat going on Facebook, and dudes were saying that it was one game. You know, they changed they they feel about it. But I'm saying, you know, he marked his calendar for that game, Kevin Durant, if he came back. You know? Oh, that's a fact. So, Let's not act like they don't want to win that game That's just because it didn't go their way. It is just one game. That's a fact. But he came back the game before that. He marked his calendar. And then he let the bench of the Lakers beat them. So yep. then we handled them like that tonight. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's a good feeling for the Knicks. That's yes, a good indeed. look. Headed yes, in indeed. the right direction, making a playoff run. Yes, indeed. And shout out to Chris C on the check and We see you. What up, fam? New York Knicks all day. That's right. Knicks all day. You know what I mean? But let's yes. get to the stats of the game, man. For the Knicks, man, Julius Randle led the way, 34 points, 10 boards, four dimes. I mean, he had a big game, but, you know, he showed flashes of the old Julius Randle, like that fans was getting a little tired of, like holding the ball a little bit too long, dribbling in the turn mm-hmm. and the turnovers, double teams. But, you know, they played defense tonight. The defenses were really won the game. Yeah, They shot mm-hmm. terrible from three. But their that's defense made up we for a lot of that. We played terrible from three, mm-hmm. but we played good D. Mm-hmm. That's and what that's, I was going to say. That's a fact. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And, and and today's Robin wasn't R.J. Barrett. Like we said, he shot 2 of 11 from the field. He had a bad mm-hmm. game. But Alfred Payton, Alfred Payton definitely stepped his game up to score 20 points. And he played hard today. Good. He was aggressive. You know what I mean? He he attacked. He was constantly on the attack. And he got up into Dennis Schroeder. He seen that Schroeder was hurt. And he kept going. It was like a shocking smelling blood in the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. He kept playing. Yeah. And I like seeing that. I like seeing that. Shout out to the bed when I see you. Good game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, you know, um, I do want to say this though. You know, like we like like you just said before, man, everybody, um, like New York fans not having patience with our young players. 
and and mm-hmm. RJ is starting to step into his own. I mean, in some of these groups and some of these forums, I see a lot of people that um that say that you know he's terrible, and they wish that they can get rid of him right now. And I'm just like, he's our best draft pick to me that we've had in years. Then that's counting Kristaps Porzingis. To me, I think that his ceiling is higher than Porzingis right now. He's younger. And what I love about him is that he doesn't settle. He goes to the basket. He goes to the ball. Like his jump shot wasn't going. He kept attacking and going to the basket. And he finishes. You know what I mean? That's something that we haven't seen in a while. Shout out to Lawrence Mayberry. Salute. It's, it seems like when you have a good player uh-huh. that the fans see it and they expect a lot fast. Yes. But what you can do is know that if he could do this in a couple seasons, what he's going to do in four to five seasons. Julius Randle, I just want to touch this. Let's go. He played like that because he was on the Lakers. You know what I mean? And yes. He has something to prove. But – He's been in the league for a little while. 100%. So it's about time he should be doing that. Barrett has not been in the league that long for us to be hard on him about in reference to what he's doing if you are real knowledgeable of the game. Yes. A lot of guys don't even play ball and don't know what it's like to do (laughs) what he's doing. Yeah. And just because they see talent, they want to just say, give us 50. Give us – it's a system. That's a fact. And he's following it. And the reason why I brought up in reference to the New York life, it's not only about him being dedicated. It's about, you know, coming to New York when a lot of players don't want to come. They be nervous. So if he get drafted here, right, he still has that challenge on his back, and he's handling it. Yes, indeed. Like quickly. You got to give props when, dude, these kids, these guys are young. Nah, they're very young. They're very exactly. young. So, shout out to those guys, Stills. Nah. Shout out to those guys, man. I'm proud of them, and I'm just happy for the Knicks' future. I've been a Knicks fan for a long time. I took hard, painful losses. You know how we've been through. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. You know, yeah, the, the, look what we have now. Be happy. They got to be happy, Stills. You know that. And I know you know the game, so nah. you saying you didn't like them right away. You I didn't, didn't like them right away. I definitely see? didn't. I, I loved them that. ever since college because I felt like him and Zion – you watch those games, he had to step mm-hmm. up sometimes. I think Zion was mm-hmm. hurt at one time, Stills. Yes, he was. And I seen the potential in him early on. Yes. And I think dudes that come from out of the country, uh-huh. they go harder because the states spoil you their kids more than foreign and players. Yes. And he has that hunger. And I think he's related to Steve Nash or something yes. like that. Yes, Steve Nash is his, his godfather. godfather. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So – Man, he has a very good knowledge of the game, and he plays very hard, and he's still growing. Yes, he did. Yes, he does, man. And shout-out to my brother Michael Ray, man. He he just made an interesting comment, man. He said R.J. Barrett is looking like Jimmy Butler 2.0. Boy, okay. that's a big I mean, compliment. That's, that's a big, a big statement to make because yeah. Jimmy Butler's grit all the way defense, but he's showing that because he's solid. Yeah. R.J. is solid right yeah. now. I, I can see that coming because, look, I got a good one, Steals. Look. Yeah. Jimmy Butler uh-huh. and R.J. Barrett, Rewind uh-huh. Time. See, this is what people don't do, Stills. Yep. Rewind Time. Yes. Jimmy Butler didn't get as much run. He played 50. He started all of those games, 54 games already. 100%. Barrett. Yes, he did. Okay. 
Go back and see. So if he's starting out this early, imagine he could be better than Jimmy Butler. Yes. If he played defense and not and let everything else work out. Yes. Yes. So so now being that we are on the topic of RJ, let's take it back, man, because I spoke about this over the weekend, man, and you know, I wanted the nation to kind of chime in and, and and drop some thoughts on what they thought about this now. ESPN released the twenty five top twenty five under twenty five list, meaning the top twenty five Young players in the league under the age of 25. And this is in a numerical order. You know what I mean? This is a numerical order that they put it in. So I'm going to name all 25. And you tell me, does RJ deserve to be off this list? So at number one, they had Luka Doncic. Number two, they had Zion Williamson. Number three, they had LaMelo Ball. Number four, they had Donovan Mitchell. Number five, they had Jason Tatum. Number six, they had De'Aaron Fox. Number seven, they had Ben Simmons. Number eight, they had Devin Booker. Number nine, they had Bam Adebayo. Number 10, Shea Gilchrist Alexander. Number 11, Brandon Ingram. Number 12, Jalen Brown. Number 13, Jamal Murray. Number 14, Michael Porter Jr. Number 15, Ja Morant, number 16, Trey Young, number 17, Mikael Bridges, <laughs> number 18, DeMontis Sabonis, number 19, Anthony Edwards, number 20, DeAndre Ayton, number 21, Tyrese Halliburton, number 22, John Collins, 23, Jared Allen, 24, Lonzo Ball, and 25, Colin Sexton. Now you tell me, why is it that R.J. Barrett isn't on that list? Ooh, Mikael Bridges. Like, is Mikael Bridges no. better than 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 um R.J. Barrett? And one of our guests tonight is supposed to be chiming in, Todd Munji. He definitely was on a Mikael Bridges um bandwagon when he was in Providence. But to me, he's not. He's definitely not better than R.J. Barrett at all. I mean, when you have a player, shout like out to Donovan big- Lord. Yes, sir. Big win tonight. I'm sorry, Harwell. That's okay, bro. Yo, when it's debatable yeah. like that, sometimes people may choose a certain type of player over a different type of player in those type of situations because yeah. enough respect to everybody on that list because when you hear the guys that you just named, uh-huh. all of those guys are good. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think based upon the list, whoever made the list kind of – they pick because all those guys is good, so they kind of designed it off who they think. But anybody we could squeeze Barrett in, and you named a good guy, a good one when you said him first, Bridges. Uh-huh. It's a couple more players I Come heard on. you name that we could debate and say Barrett could take their spot as well. Of course, but every one of those guys deserved to be on the list. He could fit in somewhere for sure. We could debate and say why he could be in and why uh-huh. one of those guys could be out without uh-huh. a problem. Whichever one of those guys. Now, not all of those guys. Yeah. But Trey Young, for example. Let's go. Trey Young came in the league. They was going crazy. The next carry, da 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 da, da. Yeah. But These he was guys trying to be up and down like the stock market. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. So we got to pay attention and grade this thing right. Yes. Is he playing better than RJ right now? How much is he? Like, we have to go back and look and we can revisit this on another show because that uh-huh. was a great. 
point and uh-huh. all through the list. Those players deserve to be on there. Moran is at the end. So, but hold you on, know. Tyrese Halliburton deserves to oh, be ahead oh, of Arby. I No, but see, it's some people that like him, and the kid is playing good. <laughs> and the Edwards kid. Him yeah. and Anthony Edwards is debatable. They could be fighting for a spot, and then Barry could be fit in because yeah. Edwards and Hallenberg are new guys. They and, playing great. Yes. And but she, they could be replaced on that list. 100%. They could cancel each other out. And, and shout out to Donovan Law. He said ESPN is allowing their dislike for the Knicks cloud their judgment about RJ's talent. And I believe that because – they snubbed him um, with the with the rookie sophomore. They didn't. He didn't make it. It was a couple of other lists that they didn't put him on. I think he didn't make. He didn't even make an all rookie team when he came into okay. the league. Yeah. He's playing harder because of that. Yeah, but it's just like, why are they disrespecting this man? Like, what did he? Is it because he's from Canada? Because I could go it's into a whole Knicks. other date, huh? It's the Knicks. It's we the Knicks, and you know, I think that he got a just like I was saying about quickly. Uh huh. Quickly is is moving at a rapid pace. Yes, and you know, I want to ask Nick fans. Uh huh. None of these guys really knew these guys was gonna do this. Let's be honest, because who knew playoffs and all that? Yes. Nick fans was coming in not knowing which way it was gonna go. That's a fact. Come on, Stills. Nah, that's a Let's fact. No, 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 not me. Hold on, not me. I'm saying, nah. Who we was going I was playoffs? one of them niggas. Yo, all listen. these players. Yo, and my family. I know about yo, all nah. these players from college, how uh-huh. they was nice. Uh-huh. Dudes didn't even know about quickly. That's a fact. I was, saying, I was saying what he's gonna do from the rip because he's Kentucky, he's yeah. fast, he's gritty. Yeah. So see, dudes say that now because yeah. they you know they Nick fans. Like you said, we can't say y'all can't be Nick fans, yeah. so I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, nah, but we don't do that. We don't be Nick be fans. It, Y'all didn't know we was going to be trying to almost in the playoffs. Yo, Hall Will. Like a, he was going to handle Not I'm a, you still. No, no, no. But Hold I'm on. Just saying, you, hold on. Still, you a sports. You know this. So I ain't going against you. But a lot of people did not, could not say they was going to bet that the Knicks was going to be in the playoffs. That's 100% facts, man. Or the fifth seed we about to fight for. Boy, I'm telling you, man. And, and shout out to Lawrence Mayberry, man. He said one of the signs of a great player is knowing when it's not your night. And that's what RJ did tonight. He did other things tonight besides scoring. That's a fact. And if you want, and if you feel feel free to chime in, the number to call in is 516-206-0711. You can join the conversation with us. Me and Harwell here yeah. on Knicks Talk Nation Radio. It's open Stills. to Nick fans. Call in. Yes, sir. Stills. What up? You heard what you just said. What's that? Shout out to Team Harwell. They had a great win tonight. Yes. I just want to say that. But I was telling them the same thing you said, Stills. Uh-huh. That when you play on a good team, right? Yes. You have to know how to be visible other ways. Yes. You have to know how to just make plays. Yes. So what I like about the Knicks, they real gritty because Tibbs is bringing defense. That's another yes. thing. Nobody's recognizing. We're going to get the Tibbs Oh, we definitely going to get the Tibbs. We got to get the Tibbs. I'm not going to talk about too much of that, but I'm just talking about how much grit we yeah. – we just turned the whole switch. Yes. And now look at all the grit we got. Yes. So my point is we playing real gritty. We got Tibbs. Like, we in a great position, and I just feel like we rushing the success, and we didn't even know where we was going to be, actually. Nah, I- I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck, though. You knew that Tibbs wasn't coming here to play as a rebuilding coach and add more losses to his resume. He wasn't coming here to do that. That's why he was kind of upset that Nick's management 
didn't go after Russell Westbrook because he was definitely the number to call in is 516-206-0711. So, I think he wasn't sure still. No, who, Tibbs? He was gonna be, not saying he ain't got confidence, but no. when you come into a team uh-huh. that's really kind of in shambles uh-huh. and we have even doing so bad, uh-huh. he has to really get the grasp of the team. 100%. Then he just left Minnesota uh-huh. and – he had to go through all of that. So even though he's not management and a coach, yes. now he's just a coach. Yes. He has a lot of grit. But I think it's more credit to the players. You know why? The players are like I was – that's the point I didn't get to make when I was talking about you have to make yourself visible on the yes. court 100%. and make a play. The 100%. Knicks are such a humble team and they like each other where they're creating plays for each other and it's great basketball. Yes. This is why – the Knicks are winning, and nobody is really understanding it. Those guys like each other. They like making plays for each other. They happy when Randall has a good game, and that's the good sign of a good team. That's a fact. So like I say, I tell my own team that, and the Knicks are doing that. Yes. They're learning how to just make simple plays, and that's what Barrett did today, just yes. touching the point you made about R.J. Barrett. Yes. Oh, we got some knowledgeable fans on the check-in, man. They over there in the chat going in, man. For real. Like I said, if you want to call in and share your opinion, the number again is 516-206-0711. It's definitely in the top right hand of the corner on the screen as well. And and again, like let's just take it back, Harwell, because you know, you said something that's very important that a lot of people aren't really paying notice and taking notice to, but coaching is everything. You know what I mean? Coach yeah. Tibbs. Made a big difference, man. Everybody knows his motto is and his stamp is defense. So that goes to show that defense is about effort, and and it's and it has to be taught because half of this roster was here last year. Alfred Payton was here, Julius Randle right. was here, and look how he turned those guys around. Julius Randle came back into camp in the best shape of his life, and he's playing very well. He's playing more under control, more poise. He's giving out more since he had as many. He had more triple-doubles this year than he probably had in his whole career. No, they just said that last game. Yeah? I think they said that. Yeah, he he already he's breaking records. Yeah. Even on the Knicks. Yeah. He has more triple-doubles than he's doing a great job. Even my guy Melo. Shout out to my guy. He got he doing better than, you know, and I hate to say it. He's carrying the team sort of like what a lot of fans wanted Carmelo Anthony to do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. talent-wise – I'm not going to say that this team is less talented than the team that Melo had, but I would mm-hmm. say that the talent level is basically about the same because we only have real one genuine star. I mean, Derrick Rose is on the back end of his career. He's no longer the same D-Rose, but Julius Randle is putting everybody on his back, and the team is responding to his leadership, and that's big, and that all stems from the coaching. You know what I mean? I think it may be better. I think it may be better that Randle – is not on that Mellow's level that he was on because it gives them more of a gel of a team yes. and other guys are stepping up. Yes. And then it's making them a better team. Yes. Because the, the league has a bunch of teams who where it's a dominant couple players that take all the shots. Yes. The Knicks could win so many ways. You got Bullock playing very well. We have to shout him out. Yeah, shout He's out to Reggie Bullock. He played tough tonight He's too. Good and he's hitting the three ball. Yes. So let's keep it real. Yes, in, you yes watch indeed. The games, you see what's going on. It ain't easy to win, and it's harder for the Knicks to win, it seems like, right? Yeah. yeah. So they they pulling it out, and we was hurt a couple games ago. Now, yeah. look, 
You know what I mean? So yeah. let's keep everything going positive. Yeah. Like I said, Tibbs is, reference to what you said about Tibbs, he is bringing the grit. But I think we got to give a lot of credit to the guys. Yeah. Because basketball is a selfish sport. Yes. And when you see guys respecting each other, playing together, knowing how to play with each other. Yeah. That's when we could beat good teams like we showed tonight. So so this is this is a um this is a, a response from Lawrence Mayberry. He said, My only knock on Tibbs is he gets caught up watching the game, leaving guys in way too long. He pulled Obi for no reason, only to bring Randall back with seven minutes left when they were up thirteen. What's your response to that, Harwell? And we all know coaches like that. That's a that's a typical a coach from the hood, neighborhood basketball philosophy. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my Stills. I'm gonna keep my guns in. Stills, you, yep. you said it. He he tends to run his players too much. Yes. So I agree with that. So hopefully he starts to see that. But I, like Randall is young. Yeah. And he's doing so well. Yeah. But I think if we rest him, it may work it may work against us. Yeah. So I don't want to critique his coaching skills because he's he's a coach longer than me. He's That's a, a fact. coach and you got to respect he knows what he's doing. That's a fact. And maybe he's using Randall to do that for the other players to come up. So when they come up, they ready. Obi's coming up. So yeah. we'll see. Playoffs is coming soon. We making it. Trump. Yeah, we definitely going to make it. Like, I, I'm not doubting that anymore. I never did doubt it. I already said that we was going to probably face off against the Nets in the first round. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, the playoffs. And that'll be good for the city. You know what I mean? And yeah, that'll and, be so big, man. Yeah. And the way we handled the Lakers, it seemed like they don't care who's in front of them. Yeah. They come in a play. That's a fact. And the, and you know what I noticed? What's that? When you see their opponent yeah. and the Knicks be doing that to them, they faces be looking like they shocked. Like they don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. But the Knicks be right there. And some yeah. close games we lost could have went our way. Yeah. And then one other thing, we've been getting the – the bounce been going the other way for so long. 100%. Yeah. We starting to get those bounces. Basketball is a game of bounces. That's a fact. So the Knicks deserve the bounces. We're going to get some buzzer beaters and all that's that coming fact. up. Mark my words. That's a Mark fact. Mark real words on that one. That's a fact. But what I can say is this. I do agree with Lawrence Mayberry. He also said that we also play too much ISO ball. That I can agree in. Sometimes we do run a little bit too much ISO with Randall mm-hmm. on the top of the key. You know, they run mm-hmm. over and hand the ball off to him, and then Randall, they let Randall make the decision-making up top. Sometimes, especially in the playoffs, teams are going to take that away from us immediately, and we got to do other things yeah. in order to win. And another unsung hero, and I and I'd be remiss if, if I didn't say this, man, Kenny Payne is also a big addition to the coaching staff, and he could have left to go and take a job back in college, but he stayed with the Knicks because he has such a great rapport with most of the players, because you know our, our our team is like the pipeline. Yeah, the, the pipeline okay. from Kentucky. Yeah, Kenny Payne is our assistant. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? He coached him. under Calipari. He coached all I'm of these guys: him. Anthony Davis, yeah. all of these guys, Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly. All of these guys played under him in college. So that's where the development is continuing now. That's even, a strategic move. Yeah, even Nerlens Noel. So the Knicks are like a prototype right now for some franchises to use some of these colleges. As a developmental farm for their players. Yeah. And I hate to they say it that way. players when they're done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's what's happening. Like, most people joke about it. Like, yo, the Knicks are Kentucky of the, uh, the NBA. But they are. <laughs> for real. They are. For I bet real. you if, Rick, if, he was, if they coaches over there, they'd be winning way more games. Because 
Tibbs is doing great. That's a fact. Learn, and he's talking with that coach from Kentucky. And listen, there's something going on over there. You got to yeah. give credit to management for yeah. hiring, realizing that we got all this clientele from Kentucky over yeah. here. Yeah. Like, let's use this coach. And that's 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 shout out to management for that, man. Yeah. We're going in the right direction. We had so many years of bad management. Yeah. Us as fans yeah. and reporters. We have to be honest about when we're making the right moves and decisions in the right direction. That's a fact. Look forward to next season or two seasons from now. Yeah. Even though we want to win right yeah. now, as a true Knicks fan, be patient and look forward for two years from now. That's a fact. Shout out to Donovan. You said the real KP. The real KP. He's been huge for us. <laughs> and that was a shout out to Chris Dallas for doing it for sure. Because Kenny Payne is KP now in New York, baby. For real. Yeah. The boys are responding to whatever he's selling. That's a fact, man. Good coaching, man, that, you know, players will respond once you can communicate as a coach, man, and that's what the Knicks are doing for Tibbs. He's constantly out there screaming on him. He remind me of my family, man, Wise. Shout out to Wise, man. Shout out to Left Rack. Wise screams the whole game. No matter if you up 30, 40, his level is always on 20. No matter until the final buzzer is over. He's over there sweating. He got the towel like, like, uh, like the shark. Or, or Coach Thompson, rest in peace. You know what I mean? I love those type of coaches, man, for real. But, yeah, Tips, man, Tibbs is definitely um, uh, a blessing for the Knicks, man. And and if Phil Jackson had hired him the first go-round when Tibbs wanted to come play um, coach the Knicks, the Knicks would have mm-hmm. been in a better position by now, too. But Phil was a terrible executive, so who knows who he would have brought into the fold, even with Tibbs here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I said we got to shout out yeah. management, yeah. executives. Oh, yeah. Because look what they're doing now. Oh, yeah. And Tibbs is pretty. Oh, he yeah. Needed a coach like that. So Now, I got to do this, man. I got to get into – oh, we got a caller. We got a we caller. We got a caller. Bars and Hoops Radio, Nick Talk, Nick Talk Nation Radio, who's this? Michael Ray. Mike Ray, what's up, big homie? What it do, homie? I can't make no noise. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling real good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see what you got going here, man. Yeah, thank you, man. As always, man. Thanks, you always show love, man. For real, I appreciate you, man. So what's you know up? how we do. Yeah. Now, listen, let me let me get my three points in real quick. Let's go. Number one, uh-huh. I'm going to preface this by saying I've been a Knicks fan since the Michael Ray Richardson Bernard Ooh, King trade. Wow. And I might oh. go back before that to Campy Russell. Wow. So so let me let me let me preface where I'm coming from with that. Let's go. The success that we've seen is top down success. Top down. You see you seeing success finally from a front office that knows what they're doing. Hundred percent. Made no rash moves. They re-signed dudes that needed to be re-signed. And by adding Tibbs, you basically repotted a plant. 100%. Right? So now you're looking at a plant that was put in a fresh set of soil. Indeed. And now it's flourishing. 100%. That's number one. Yes. Number two, my rookies. Let's go. They're performing... As expected, based off the fact they had, A, no summer league, B, no training camp, 100%. C, 100%. no post-college pre-pro 
hundred percent. You got a new coach coming in that's a tactician. Yes. You did not have the appropriate time to sit up under him or his assistants to learn particular X's and O's. Hundred percent. While a player like Quickly, who can pull up from the parking lot, <laughs> can slide, maneuver his way, not having those training moments. A free throw line extended down player like yes. Obi. Yes. In an intricate defense, is going to be behind the eight ball because he didn't have that training time. He didn't have that pain workout. He didn't have that Mike Woodson before he left workout. He didn't have that two, three days of just film session. Yes. Wasn't privy to none of that. Yes. Right? So what you're seeing is dudes who already have pro experience who are moving along a little bit better than this kid. 100%. You give him a summer league, you give him a true training camp, you give him some run in Vegas or some run out in UCLA during the summer. And and you got to keep in mind, nobody expected Randall to have this kind of season. At all. So you take all of those into consideration, Obi will be fine. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to be fine. And if My last at, mm-hmm. one. Let's go. My last one. Yep. You know I'm moving and grooving. I'm trying. I'm trying to get it done. <laughs> it is profoundly maliciously disrespectful. Uh huh. Asinine with a stench that is audibly palpable. <laughs> that yo, 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 you talk know how I talk. Talk your talk, Mike. Talk your talk. Talk it. All those things are applicable. Oh, yo, no doubt. P- peace to your guests. I ain't mean to be disrespectful, Word. brother. My bad. It's my guy, Harwell. Yes, sir. No, no, no. To you, 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 you kicking that knowledge. Yes, Be sir. All of that rolls into play when you eliminate a player like R.J. Barrett uh-huh. from a top twenty-five. Uh-huh. When twenty-four other players on that list. Uh-huh by no means have the same amount of pressure to be productive mm. that R.J. Barrett has. 100%. All them dudes are, are working off a clean slate. 100%. They're working off a, come, son, put your head on mama's bosom. <laughs> That's what they working with. Nobody, go, nobody goes to Sacramento Kings games. They ain't nobody been there since Bobby Jackson and Chris Webber, Pedro Stoyakovic. Yeah. So, of course, this kid's going to flourish. Yes. There's no pressure. Yes. Or the dude he's next to. LaMelo Ball got no pressure. At all. They weren't expected to do anything. No, I'm not going to say that, Mike, because you got to remember, he grew up on, on social media. That's how they got their fame. They had a Facebook show and all that, so he kind of did have a lot. A lot of pressure on him, but that's neither here nor there. I agree. Yes. But not heavy is the head that wears the crown. 100%. The NBA is 500% better. And these ain't my words. These are the pundits. That's a fact. When Knicks basketball is back. Yes. You're talking about a city, and I've been to all three. I've been to Chicago. I've been to L.A. Yep. Been to Atlanta. Yep. I've been to the Northwest. Yeah, I've been to Tacoma. I've been to Seattle. 
I've been to Spokane. Ooh. There's no, I be, you don't want me to run my travel resume. <laughs> I've been to these places. Yes, I've sir. seen dudes ball. Yes. Nothing compares to balling here. 100%. Half the people who watch you could step on the court and put up at least six points. That's a fact. In another state. <laughs> That's a fact. So the pressure that is laid on RJ is a pressure that RJ wanted. See, people didn't read that little line that said Tyrese Halliburton's peoples told everybody he don't want to go nowhere but Sacramento. Yeah. So he small didn't town. want to smoke. Fact, small town. They this play kid small town. wanted to smoke, took some bumps with, with that man crush that Alfred and, and Julius had last year where yes. they froze him out and wouldn't give him the ball. Yes. Now he's a step underneath being the man. 100%. He deserves to be on that top 25. Yeah. In the top 10 of that top 25. I'll let you get to the rest of your people, brother. Yeah. I digress. No question. Big homie, man. Always a pleasure hearing from you, man. You know what I mean? You gave me my start in this thing, man, and I appreciate you for that. You heard? Yeah, man. But, yo, Mike made some valid points, Harwell. You know what I'm saying? Valid he points. Because RJ, if you think about it, you know Duke is a high-profile school. Where did Tyrese Halliburton go to school? He went to, like, Iowa State. Iowa State. He went to Iowa State. So he played small market. He didn't play in the big lights like Duke, North Carolina. He didn't play in the ACC. He played somewhere out there. Don't, I don't want those type of guys. He may nah, be good. I follow, huh? I follow the list of high school top players. Yeah. And Andre Barrett was always on that list. RJ, okay. Top. Zion was top of the list. Andre Barrett was top on that list uh -huh. coming out from high school I'm talking about. Uh -huh. So. Allen Burke, like he said, shout out to the caller. Uh -huh. He had a lot of knowledge. Yep. Like he said, Allen Burke didn't want to come here. Yeah. And Big City. Barrett is real like that. Barrett ain't into all that talking. And if you follow his career, yeah. he just worked. Yeah. So he's built perfect for New York. That's a I've fact. I've been saying that. That's you know, a fact. Because you guys look at the wrong things. You got to look at your team and say, is he going to fit our team? 100%. That's what I do. Yep. So I knew he was going to be built for it because he's not into all of the lime light stuff. He yeah. just want to work yeah. and show it to y'all. Yeah. That's Barrett. I knew that about him for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I knew he was going to be good. No you doubt. I mean? Like you said, we got a lot of players that, and I and we kind of said that already, Stills, before we caught. We said that we're quickly, as fast as, they, as they're developing. Yes. If you know basketball, uh -huh. it's, 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 it's going in the right direction fast. 100%. And another thing I want to say in reference to the caller, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. The reason he's so right about how big we are. Yes. We're the Mecca. Yep. So earlier you touched on why are they treating us like this or why is this? Because it's only a couple places he was saying. Yeah. I was listening closely. Yeah. Where basketball means so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that brings a lot of pressure to players, you know? 100%. So, you could tell if players don't want to come here, if they ready for that, mm -hmm. or when reporters be hating on us because it's deeper than rap. It's yeah. about, you know, if the <laughs> Knicks get it back, it's over. That's a fact. No, that's a fact. I think that's what it is. If you listen yeah. to what he's saying and you yeah. dissect what he said, yep. that's what he's saying in a nutshell. Yeah, and that's what I was that telling you. they hating on us. They know this is the biggest basketball place 
And you said that earlier. What's yeah. going on? Hard yeah. will like why are they doing this? Yeah. That got a lot of that got a lot to do with it still. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And like I told some guys earlier, I said right now, the Nets paid for their way to possibly compete for a championship. I said, and if the they next, don't win, it's the, a bust big in, time. In the next four years, the Nets are gonna be terrible and the Knicks is gonna be peaking because they got all the young talent right now. We got the money and we got everything in place to build something special and add pieces that can help take us over the top when it's our time. Right now, it ain't our time. It's development time. By the time Tibbs is in his third year, the Knicks is going to be challenging for not only the Eastern Conference, they're going to be challenging to raise that gold ball in a couple years, especially if they draft right because we got nothing but draft picks every year. We don't we don't skip a beat no year. We didn't trade away any of our picks. We have all of our draft picks moving forward, first and second round, and some other teams' first and second round picks as well especially Dallas, and I hope that Dallas finishes terrible this year so we can get a lottery pick out of them. But we're moving into the fourth quarter of the show, man, and this might not be the popular part of the show, but we got to talk about it, man. And the name of this segment is called Respect the Owner. Now, a lot of Knicks fans, and I'm, I'm going to say this, a lot of Knicks fans sit there and they blame James Dolan for everything. So are you going to blame James Dolan now for the team's success? What do you think about that, Harwell? Are you gonna are you gonna give him his credit for stepping back, putting the right people in place, and watching them do their thing? As a fan, I mean, the people are gonna. I mean, it depends on what we do. They can't blame him anymore because he is stepping away, and he put the right people in place. And he been stepping away though. That's the thing. He just mm-hmm. gave the keys to the wrong person, especially Phil Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. But now he's learning from his mistake, I can honestly say. Uh-huh. And it proves that when he has certain situations uh-huh. that you need to step back because you don't want to disrespect the legends. Yes. Oh. Who built the Knicks. Ooh, you know what I mean? Here we go. Here we go. So let's talk about the fans first. I think mm-hmm. some fans, they just out of line and going a little bit too far. They come to the games. I mean, it's freedom of speech. You can do whatever you want. But you're not going to be able to come into my house and my building and disrespect me as an owner, wear T-shirts, call me all types of wild names, and I'm supposed to I'm supposed to uh, uh, accept that? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't respect that. And some fans, to me, are being clout chasers because when they get kicked out of the garden, the first thing they do is run to the newspaper, ESPN, and then they get their little 15 minutes of fame. You know what I mean? Kicking out a fan is one thing. Uh-huh. Kicking out Spike Lee is another thing oh, to me. Okay, so to me, to me, right. or Oakley. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I said uh-huh. kicking out a Spike Lee or Oakley to me is another yeah. thing. You uh-huh. could kick out a fan, you know, and I don't even think you could kick out a fan really because fans are what keeps the team alive. And you know, some fans are so upset that we've been losing so long for some of the decisions that he made. So. It's always two sides to the story. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, he wanted to be in charge so bad that it backfired on him. He got so many businesses. He wins so many ways. That's what happens when you win a lot and so that? many businesses. You think you could just jump into a business <laughs> and make decisions. And he just uh, he just went up and crashed yeah. so many times. And now he yeah. realizes this is not me. A lot of billionaires do that still. Yes. But I'm going to say this about Oakley. 
And Oakley is Benedict Arnold to me right now. It ain't no more, yo, he used to die for loose balls, pulls, and all of that. Like, nah. He cost us a couple of free agents, man, being mad at the fact that Dolan didn't want to hire him. You know, his whole beef with Dolan is the fact that he doesn't have a job. He's looking and seeing John Starks, John Wallace, Larry Johnson, Latrell Sprewell coming back, Allen Houston there. And he's like, yo, I'm the Oak man. Why I don't got a job? And ever since then, he's been bitter with Dolan. And that's where this whole thing stems from with Oakley. So, of course, Dolan got every right to throw Oakley out of there. Like, And then you coming there to the game disrespecting me, talking crazy behind me, coming drunk and talking I mean, reckless. Huh? About what Oakley did. Hold that's on. Save Oakley trying to tell players that they can't come. Yo. Because that's too much. I don't think, I don't think that, you know, I, you know, if he did, I mean, you got to remember sucker. what we just talked about. We just talked about uh-huh. players don't want to come, too, because they're scared. So it could be either way. Oakley, to me, I don't think he's not always right. Oakley's a crap. But I think, let me tell you where it went sour with Oakley. Okay. He never, this is why people don't like Dolan. Let me tell you, this, Let's is, go. A, this is a good one. Look, Let's go. He never gave Oakley the credit Oakley feels he deserves. What and credit I agree is that? with Oakley because those Knicks, that was a great, Oakley is, is a real true Nick to me. He, he is. don't have to get a job. Yeah. He don't, if you don't have to give him a job, but you don't have to throw him out of games and treat him like you don't know him. Now, look, I'm going to give you a good oh, example. Well. They don't even know who Patrick Ewan is. Oh, how you don't? Yeah. How you don't know? Oh who, my but, god! Look, this, man. Is just a, this is just a reason why they doing funny activity over there because of Dolan, whatever. Yeah, but man. security got to know who these guys are. Yeah, I think. But all right, so the, uh, we spoke about the Oakley situation. Oakley came in violating Dolan. Dolan had every right to have him escorted out because he was violating him. Now Ewing situation. Now, remember the times that we're in right now. It's still not normal times. It's still COVID season. It's still unsafe. They still practice in precaution, social distancing, and all of that. So, to me, I just think that, yo, just because, and I said this before, just because I used to work somewhere and I, I did my thing there, I don't, I don't have to expect uh, preferential treatment because of what I did. You know what I'm saying? That's like... Like I told you, like I, I, the example I made was like, yo, you sell clothes. You got a customer that comes in and spends money. Yes, granted. You probably give them little discounts here and there. But you ain't going to allow that person to come into your store, take something off the shelf, and then tell your sales, I'll pay you next week. There's no way you're going to do that. You know what I mean? So I don't blame Dolan or the management in place that, has security so tight because if something happens, guess who Guess who it falls on? It falls on the person that let that person in. And that's what it is. You know what I mean? Shout out to Savane. Yes, Oakley is a clown, man. You know what I mean? You got, you, you're got. you not going to disrespect me in my house, and that's a fact, and that's how I feel. And I think that that's all it is, man. Like It's, it's cool to be a fan and have your feelings about a certain situation, but, you know, you still got to respect me in my house, man. No matter how you feel, you don't have the right just because you pay for a ticket to come in and feel that you could do whatever it is that you want to do to me in my house. That's not going to happen. And, you know, I'm not mad at Dolan for that. Now, do I agree with everything that he's done in the past as far as uh, 
moves as far as like um, butting in on certain deals and not letting his management do their job? Of course not. You know what I mean? But he he has the desire to win, man. He wants to win. The Rangers don't have any problems. Why are the Knicks having problems? You know what I mean? It's just that he's passionate about it. He's tired of losing. He wants to win. And, and the fact that the Knicks are still worth $4 billion is big to me. Now, the Spike Lee situation. And I know everybody's going to say Spike is the number one fan and this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, Spike Lee, the same thing. No matter if they let you, oh, we got a caller. I know somebody calling the Terran. Okay. Bars and Hoops Radio. Knicks Talk Nation Radio. Who's this? Dave. Big Dave. What's up, champ? All right. How's everything? A good win tonight. Oh, yeah. It was a big win tonight. Definitely, We definitely man. needed that one. That was a great win. So what's up, Dave? What you want to talk about? Um... Want to talk about the Knicks? All right, all right. What you think about about Dolan, man? Putting Oakley out, putting Spike Lee out, having security deny Ewing the, the certain access to the Garden. Do you think it's warranted, or do you think Dolan is out of line? I was at the game when um he had the altercation with Oakley. Now, what happened at that game, Dave? Since you was there, tell the people what did you see. Whoa. Uh, he uh, sent the security over and asked Oakley to leave. So Oakley didn't do anything? Not a thing. What? <laughs> See, Stills? See, it's always yeah, two sides to the story. I don't Stills, believe the man that. said he was there. He said he was there. <laughs> I was there. Oh, he said that Oakley didn't do anything. Oh, oh my God, man. That put a little spin on everything. Dave, you sure he didn't do nothing? He wasn't cursing at Dolan or anything. He just came to his seat and was a church mouse, and they threw him out? From what I saw, when um, <laughs> the police came and approached him, they told him he had to leave, and Oakley started smacking the dude's hands down. The next thing you know, they took him down. <laughs> they took him down. Yo, that sound kind of true, Stills. I mean, because yo. why else would Oakley go crazy for? Right. He's like, what y'all doing? I'm so, Charles Oakley. Nah, so you know what, though? Dave is right. They said that Oakley was a calm person when he got to the section. But it was everything that was happening leading up to that. That was that. That's what made know? the situation escalate to that point. Stills, you know Charles Oakley, bro. Come yeah. on, you can't play with son. Oakley's son a was big putting kid. his hands up for us for years, yes. fighting for us and... Come on. Yeah. This is what I don't understand. Oh, it seems God. like you, you taking Dolan's side over Oakley. No, I'm not taking Dolan's side over Oakley. I'm just trying to give – I'm trying to be – I'm trying to give the objective perspective on this whole situation. No, it's no it, objective You got to look at it both ways. When, no, listen. I'm telling you that if Oakley put in so much work uh-huh. and then I brought up the Ewan situation uh-huh. because that's dead wrong. And then Spike Lee – he spent millions of dollars on seats. Uh-huh. He's the ultimate Nick fan. Look, listen, I got a great saying for you. Look, I got a great saying for you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What'd you say, Dave? 
I think the security with you and didn't know who he was. Yeah, they <laughs> exactly. They no, didn't know who he was. Disrespectful. That's How? not acceptable. They can't help because when they was these born. These are Nick legends. They jerseys is in the rafters okay. and stuff like that. But their picture isn't. Look, I got a good example for you, D. This is a good one for you. Uh-huh. Check it out. If 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 everybody keeps saying, look, you know how people say this person the problem. Uh-huh. Or oh, it's this person. Uh-huh. But if everybody keeps saying it's you. Or if you keep having problems with people, uh-huh. then it's you. Yeah, everybody can't be it? wrong. Yeah. No, that's what I'm trying to say. And that's a good point for Dolan. All these people saying something about him is true. So just like when people try to say, yo, I don't like working with this dude. Or this dude doing this. They don't never look in the mirror and say, maybe it's me. Because most of the time, it's that dude. So how come Allen Houston, Larry Johnson, John Starks, uh, John Wallace, all these guys that work for Dolan, how come they don't got a problem with them? Because they want a job. <laughs> so that's that's exactly what Charles <laughs> Oakley nice wanted. To work that's, for him. that's exactly you, what Charles Oakley wanted a job, and he can't get no, it. But look, so he's Stills, mad. Stills, you know for a fact, if he throwing fans out, he petty. So if you ain't kissing his ass, <laughs> then maybe he ain't gonna hire you. Oh man, Dave, you got anything to add to that, man? I think it was a great show. Uh, I think the wind, the wind was nice tonight. That's a fact. Um, it's the man's team at the end of the day. If he was too egregious, they would make him sell it. Oh, for sure. Like, uh, they did Donald no, he Sterling. got too exactly. much money. You can't make him sell it. Man, Donald Sterling had just as much money, if not more, than James Dolan, and they made him go. No, but for a reason, Stills. But, it was, but he was like that for many years. No, John, Donald Dolan. Sterling was racist for many years, and and okay. Dave, I know you know that. But look, you just said he hired a lot of blacks, and he's doing petty stuff, but he's not doing nothing too crazy for you to make him sell his team. The Knicks have the blackest. Especially if he's falling back. No, Stills, if he's falling back now uh-huh. and letting these guys work like the Rose and the people in charge, uh-huh. then he deserves to keep his team. Maybe he's tightening his belt he realized he was messing up let me chill before they make me sell my team because this yeah. is the mecca yeah i hear that so true. so dave tell everybody about the golf outing that you're planning man i'm i'm kind of interested in that man to get my my feet wet with this golf game you know what i mean so we got about five Uh-oh. minutes left we're trying to wrap up cool we are gonna set a date i'm hoping we could do it in forest park okay um what we need to do is hit the driving range so people could uh, get a feel for hitting the ball. Yeah, yeah, I need to do that. I need to do that. I got to take up something else, man, to take up some time, man. I need to do some golf, <laughs> man. For real. I always wanted to play. My boy got some clubs, and I always used to laugh at him. So now I'm trying to get into it, man. I'm a little older yeah, now. It, I need a, to change the pace. It's a great game once you start hitting the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll come play with you. All right. All right, well, yeah. Right. No problem. Yeah, we're going to make that go. We're going to make that grow. Yeah, man, I'm with that, man. I'm all for that, man. I, it's time to do some different things, man. It's time to start unwinding and relaxing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> a little support. For real. All right. It was a great show. It was a great win for the Knicks tonight. Yes, sir. And I'll be talking to you all during the week. All right, Dave. Thank you for all calling right. in, man. We appreciate you, man. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right. Yep. See, it seems like when we get a win, we be feeling so good. We get come with a great show because we so much true Knicks fans. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we lose, we be like, yo, good game. Nah, nah, bro. nah. I mean, you got to always keep your spirits up, win or lose, man. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm just, just it's just I love Knicks. the Knicks so much, man. We win. 
Uh-huh. We gotta win the play. We gotta make the playoffs. Uh-huh. Man. I'm pushing. I'm oh, we pushing. gonna make the playoffs. That's that's nothing right now. My my goal is for them to get the 40 wins like I predicted in the beginning of the season. I told people, oh, you, oh 40 really? and 32. You know what I'm saying? I told people that people was like, you're crazy. So we gotta we gotta go on a tear, man. These next nine games, we could go seven and two, man, and then we could be talking some stuff. You know what I mean? But shout so out to Sylvain. He said, "Why is Oakley the only one?" Why is Oakley the only one? Because Oakley is the only one that runs his mouth and talks bad about the owner to everybody that'll listen to him across the league. Oakley is the one that's contributing to what looks like a bad culture in New York because he's always going, talking about how bad the organization is to all of these young players to deter them from coming here. He did it with LeBron. He did it with KD recently. Keep saying that. Nah, he did. He did it with them. Like, you ain't seen him on an Instagram post with KD? He was the one but that look, told it's KD. It's better that we didn't get them dudes. Another thing I want to say before Let's we go. go, it's better that we didn't get them dudes, uh-huh. Stills. You know why? Uh-huh. Because you said earlier that we already right here. They ain't gonna be, they're going to be gone. 100%. And I said it earlier. I was talking uh-huh. to somebody saying that mm-hmm. these dudes been in the league for so long. Mm-hmm. And look at the guys. We only have two-year players. Quickly, these one-year, mm-hmm. two-year players, right, mm-hmm. playing so good against those players. Then we beat the Lakers tonight. Even though all these stars ain't there, mm-hmm. they had drumming. Yes. They got a lot of good players there. Our players are young. Uh-huh. So the point I'm making is, bro, we already right there where, where nobody expected us to be yes. right there. Now, Even though you said 40 wins, you ain't expect yes. us to be this good because you didn't believe in Barrett. Nah, at first. Nah, nah, I said. And he's said, the one that's carrying us. Tibbs, Tibbs made the difference. Bullock is coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But really quick, we got a minute and a half just to address okay. that really quick in like 30 seconds. My bad, go ahead. The Knicks would have still been in the same position that they're in right now if they added KD and Kyrie because at the end of the day, well, no, Kyrie no, Kyrie was a free agent and KD was a free agent. So we wouldn't have had to give up nothing. So we'd have still kept all our draft picks. We'd have still probably drafted the way that we did and we would have still been able to add more talent and have salary crap room moving forward. You know what I mean? So... It would have been better for them here. But in Brooklyn, they more against the future. I don't know about that. I know. They I, don't, I don't think they fit the Knicks like that, bro. Yeah. I think the players we got fit the yeah, Knicks. Yeah, nah, more. that's a fact. Kyrie is better. Yep. Kyrie is better, but they making the run so early on. That's Kevin Durant keep grabbing his hamstring. Yeah, He better yeah, go yeah. and eat some eat yeah. some food to put some meat on his bones. If yeah. he go out hurt again, it's yeah. over. Yeah, so you got to remember, bro, uh-huh. like I'm happy what we have. We got young horses. Yep. Like, hmm. Yep. They better worry about us. All right, so we got 58 seconds left, man. I want to mm-hmm. say thank you to everybody that checked in on YouTube. Thank you to everybody that pulled up on Facebook. Shout out to my Nick Nation brothers. I got some inbox messages from you. I just saw them late. Couldn't make it today. I understand. We all work, man. You know what I'm saying? So I dig it. Great but this is, a, this is a show that comes on every Monday from 8 to 10. I mean, 10 to 11. 10 Me to and my 11. brother Harwell. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you check in with Bars and Hoops Radio. Download the app. For Apple and Android users, and you can visit the website, www.BarsAndHoopsRadio, daily to listen to your latest in hip-hop, R&B, live shows, and podcasts, and DJs.